0: I feel good. No, 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 no. I knew that I would now. No, 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 no. How do we feel good every single day? And could one of those things be that we do number ones and number twos on a regular basis? Could it be important to clear our body out? I'm currently at my new septic tank garden, <laughs> uh, and as I was building my garden, I had some really interesting thoughts about what happens to poos and wee's that they come out through this system, and obviously we, we live in the country, so it's a septic tank system, but this is one of those special ones that when the septic tank's finished with the poos and wees, it goes into the garden and makes the garden grow. I've also been to big sewage uh, farms where for sewage poos and wees go in and they come out clean and ready to drink as drinking water. Now I'm not sure I'd like to drink it, but you can. And it made me think about the human brain, what we put into the brain versus what comes out of our mouth. And is it possible that the human brain is not a very good septic system or sewage system? Is it possible that if we put poos and wheeze into our brain, if we put S-H-I-T into our brain, how can we expect that great stuff's going to come out of our mouth? Or if you're the kind of person that has to deal with other people's S-H-I-T, so people are bombarding you with nonsense, rubbish, cow poo, bullshit, lies, criticism, negative talk. How do you deal with that so that you don't have negative talk coming out of your own mouth? And it has been suggested by the neuroscientists, by the, the psychologists and psychiatrists, that if we constantly put negativity into our brain, it's very difficult uh, to be a positive person. The people that you invest spend or waste the most time with will have the biggest effect on your brain so if you've got five negative people in your life talking negative stuff it's very unlikely that you'll be a positive person and a lot of positive people will say to me yeah but i can deal with the negative people and i can turn them into positive people but it seems that the numbers are not on our side. So one of the things I've always been very protective of is my own brain. How about you? I like to make sure that what goes into my brain is really positive so that uh, the, the things that are constantly going around inside my brain, I have control over that. And what comes out of my mouth then becomes positive rather than negative. So there's a whole heap of questions there to ask. What are you choosing to put into your brain? One of the things that I don't do and haven't for a very long time is listen to the radio or listen to the news. Uh, The radio I stopped doing a long time ago because we can choose our own music, can't we? We don't have to let somebody else choose the songs that we listen to. And is it possible that the stuff that comes through the radio from the people that are on the radio stations... uh, often negative thoughts or they're other people's opinions and if we're constantly bombarded with other people's opinions is it possible that we take those on board now i'm i love hearing from other people but i want to choose what information goes into my brain so we now live in a world where you can choose your podcast or you can choose your youtube clip or you can choose what you put into your brain you don't have to listen to the news you don't have to listen to the radio and the news is a bit uh, uh, when i uh, i even when i say that word it makes me feel a little bit sick Because the news is designed to be bad news, and in the defence of the people who are uh, reporters and journalists and own media companies, as human beings it seems that we're not particularly interested in happy news. We're not particularly interested in good news stories. It seems that we are attracted by drama headlines. We're attracted by murders and car crashes and tornadoes and floods and droughts and global financial crises and worldwide medical pandemics. It seems that the human brain wants to take that information in. Now, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to put SHIT into my brain. I don't want to put negativity into my brain. I want to choose what goes in so I can think about I get to choose what I think about and then I get to choose what comes out of my mouth. And there's another really interesting thing to consider. If you put positive thoughts into your brain, who puts them there? And can you choose to put them there yourself? Uh, do we get to choose our words? And that's a really great question because, again, the neuroscientists and psychologists will all share with me that the words that we use are a choice. We get to say, if somebody says, how are you, we can say, not too bad, wish it was Friday. Or we could actually choose to say, so duper do how are you? I know you are amazing because I'm amazing. We get to choose that, which the next step from that is, if I get to choose what I say, I also get to choose what I think. And one of the great things and one of the really cool things about having a garden (laughs) is when I'm out here, I have lots of thoughts going through my brain. And if I ever feel a negative thought, think a negative thought, even when I say feel one, I can feel one coming on. If my brain starts spiraling towards something negative or something that isn't going to add value to my life, I actually stop that. And one of those things in the garden is I've got several spots around the garden that when I look at that particular thing, I say, Rowie, what are you thinking about at the moment? Is it positive? Is it negative? Is it adding value to your life? Is it helping you achieve your goals? And obviously, while I've been doing the septic tank garden, that's been very relevant. It's been, Rowie, are you putting shit into your brain? Are you thinking shitty shitty shorts, shitty thoughts? Or are you thinking positive things? And I get to change my thoughts, as do you. I don't have to think negatively. I can choose to think positively. I don't have to say negative words. I can choose positive ones. And one of the really cool things that uh, people often share with me, they ask me how I am and then answer my own question because they say, Rowie, how are you? And then they say, oh, I already know how you are. You're amazing. You're fantastic. You're duper do -do. How are you? I know you are amazing. But that's a choice. I've chosen to live my life that way. And I, I share that with you because I think we all have that choice. We get to choose the music we listen to, the television we watch, the books we read, the people we west vest, invest or waste time with, and there—that's an interesting combination. Because I don't want to waste any of my time. I want to get a return on my investment. How about you? Uh, wasting time is is like burning money. You can, well you can actually make more money. If you burn money, you can make more, but you can never get time back. So if you're wasting time on negative thoughts, negative people, nasty news stories, negative social media content, that's time that you can never get back. We only have a certain, you and I every day have 24 hours, in a week we have 168 hours, we have 365 days in every year. That's something that we all have in common. Isn't that pretty cool? But we don't know how many of those years we're going to get or how many of those days we're going to get. We only have a limited number. So I'm really aware of what am I doing with my own brain, what am I putting in there so that I can, ultimately, here's a really fun thing to consider, is it possible that life really is only what's going on inside our own brain? Doesn't matter what's going on outside there, we get to choose not what's going on most of the time, but don't we get to decide how we're going to respond or react to that? So if, there's, if it's a, a rainy day, we can say, oh, it's raining. I wish it wasn't raining. Or we could be excited about free water coming out of the sky. We could be angry and annoyed that the government's done something crazy. Or we could say, isn't it awesome that I live in a country where I get to vote and make sure that I vote? See, that's turning a negative into a positive. And that's something that, again, I'm really proud of. People share that with me. Rowe, you take every negative and turn it into a positive. And that's true. I do. I want to be the septic tank for the world. How's that for an analogy? I want to be the sewerage system for the world so that if shit comes in, I want it to go out clean. And here's a really interesting question. If you're a parent, a teacher, a coach, a boss, a leader, a pastor, somebody who's responsible for what goes on inside people's brains, how do we teach our kids that? How do our kids know that if somebody puts negative stuff into their brain, they have a choice to turn it into a positive? Because I often hear adults say this, Oh, such and such upset me, or that situation made me angry, or that person hurt me. Here's a really interesting question. Did they hurt you, or did you allow them to hurt you? Did that situation... Was it a bad day because the weather wanted to annoy you, or was it just a bad day and you chose to be annoyed by the weather? Uh, very personal questions that I've asked myself every day of my life because I have emotion like everybody else does but I get to choose how I deal with those emotions and I think if I and I'm not a parent and this is why I always ask parents do you really have an option if you are a parent surely strong positive optimistic solution finder is the only option surely you have to be the sewage system the septic tank for your kids if they're getting stuff put into their brain that's negative surely we have to be the ones that teach them to turn it into a positive so if i get injured that's a positive because i can learn from the injury if somebody bullies me or they're nasty to me i can't change that they did that but what do i have to do to learn how to deal with it? what do i do to have to learn to be a strong person to be able to cope with it or even better is it possible that Weak people pick on weak people, but strong people pick on nobody. So how do I teach my kids to be strong so that nobody picks on them? And if they are picked on, they are bullied, they know how to handle it. Uh, To me, that whole process, and that's what's been going through my headspace while I've been making my sewerage or septic garden, is how can I be what my septic tank does? Poos and wheeze go in there and clean water comes out of there. And that's a process that that particular system is designed to do Surely we have to be really strong humans, really strong adults to be able to do that. Uh, And maybe we've got to pick our days because some days, Uh, you might get overloaded. There might be too much SHIT going into your brain and it's too hard to deal with. And it might be time to step away and get some fresh air and sunshine and work in your garden, climb the mountain, go to the beach and just get rid of all the negative stuff out of your brain and start from scratch. Could that be a good idea? And that's what happens with the septic tank too, by the way. We've lived in the country for quite a while now. About every 12 months, the septic tank man comes and cleans the whole thing out. So that starts from fresh. And maybe that's something that we need to consider doing. That we, we have to look after us because if we don't look after ourselves, how are we going to be an example for our kids? And I always use the analogy because I think it's the best one. When you're on a plane, they share with us that in, an, in the rare case of an emergency, A uh, oxygen mask will fall out of the ceiling of the plane, please make sure that you're breathing first before you try and help other people to breathe. Because if you're dead, you can't help anybody. So if we want to teach our kids to be solution finders, to be resilient, to be uh, critical thinkers, if we want our kids to be tough and strong and wise and brave and all the beautiful things that make life so special, surely we have to be the living example of that. So will you be the septic tank, the sewage system for the people in your life so that if stuff gets fed fed into your brain? you learn how to or you know how to deal with it because you're tough and strong and of course that's what I'm always going to ask are you really fit and are you really strong physically and mentally and isn't it exciting that if you're really fit physically really strong physically that that also gives you a strong brain if you get puffed and if you overload your muscles and bones the neurotransmitters that allow you to be able to do that the fight and flight system that's that uh, produces epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol, the things that help us stay alive under physical threat also are the things that keep our brain tough and strong. Adrenaline is good for our brain. Epinephrine is good and is a neurotransmitter that helps us get away from a threat, handle a threat and be stronger for next time. And the big one there, of course, is when you get puffed and when you overload your muscles and bones, you then produce brain-derived neurotropic factor, I think my most favourite thing in the whole of the human body. Fertiliser for your brain. BDNF produces neuroplasticity, which is a change in the way you think, so you can actually think more positively, think as a solution finder when you get fit and strong, but not only does BDNF do that for your brain, but it makes all the other neurotransmitters work better, so dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, epinephrine, adrenaline, noradrenaline, norepinephrine, they all work more effectively inside your body and brain when BDNF is fertiliser for your brain, is sprinkled throughout your brain and throughout your body and that comes from high intense activity and overloading your muscles and bones or a combination of both. Now you can get BDNF from laughing, from investing time with great people, from learning, from being outside in the fresh air and sunshine, but nothing produces it as much as putting your body under threat. Now stress will do that, but if you put your own body under stress, so you get puffed, you overload your muscles and bones, your body will produce the fertilizer that your body needs and your brain needs to think differently, to get stronger and to be fitter. So neuroplasticity, think differently, neurogenesis, drop off the old brain cells and grow new ones so that you can think differently, and your future can be brighter because your brain now is ready for any challenge that comes along. And isn't it awesome that when you get fitter, you can go faster, when you get stronger, you can do more. So the body's designed to get high intense activity bursts to get fitter, overload muscles and bones to get stronger and then every single part of your life gets better because your body is mentally and physically tough and strong. I want to be that person, how about you? So, let's be fit, let's be strong, let's turn our body into a septic tank so the shit can come in but if it's got to go out again it goes out clean and fresh and lovely and delightful and adds value to our world. Wouldn't that be awesome? I feel good na 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 cuz I've been in the garden. Woohoo!